Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. With a look at the other Kansas City teams in sports, here's Jillian Carroll and Uno Cero. What's up, everybody? Back in the booth with the boys tonight. You are stuck with me. It's Jillian Carroll here with Uno Cero and Julio. Julio, I don't, I don't think our takeover, uh, our takeover really worked nope. last week because she's back here. Nope. <laughs> I thought, Unfortunately. I, I thought that we, I thought we <laughs> had the time slot unlocked. Going in early. I okay. thought this was us. I thought this was us. And and she she came back this week. Yes, she did. She's right here. No, it's not. It's not surprising because she tried to invade via phone last week. So, uh, <laughs> excuse it, me for getting stuck with other professional obligations. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Sure. Yeah, not committed enough to the show. Yeah, too good for us. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too big league. Listen, now. the jokes were last week. We're gonna need to nip that in the bud now. They're still very relevant. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna ride that as long as we can. Oh, I'm sure you will. I almost wore the sparkle jacket tonight. However. I did not have time. She didn't to, want to rub it in. I know. I didn't have time to go get it. I come. I came directly to the studio from my from work, and didn't have time to go downtown. That's good. So That's good. lucky you. Yeah. I <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being nice enough. Even though you were gonna you were gonna hijack the show today, uh, thank you for not doing it even more by. Bringing How do you, that. Can you hijack the show when your name is in the title you of the show? You weren't even here committed enough last week to be here. Oh my god. So yeah. <laughs> week anyway. Um, speaking of last week, it was a fun show. Yes, I was on the phone, but we had a good time. Um, and you had a good time. <laughs> so did you. Don't lie, and so did our viewers, uh, listeners. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, we are back. Uh, it was a busy week in Kansas City. Um, had some ups, had some downs, but it's uh, we are it's, here. It's been we are, rough. We made it. It's been a rough weekend. It's been a rough week. Um, Kansas City Chiefs lost. On Sunday, if you didn't hear about it, breaking. You news. live under a rock and not. Yeah, know. Breaking news: The Chiefs lost on Sunday to the Patriots. They're showing. Uh, they're, they're, they've been showing highlights of it all day. They're now showing more Patriots football and NFL Network. I don't know why we have that on. Let's put a spin on it this way. Let's say this weekend the Chiefs hosted the AFC Championship game for the first time ever. Yeah, Let's just start with yeah, that. But comment. you know, we care about the results here in this city, and the results have not played very well in my lifetime. For football in the playoffs here in Kansas City, and it did not play very well again this Sunday. I'm not way super down like I've been in previous years. I'm not through with the Chiefs or anything. I'm not done. I'm not going to quit on the team. Um, I am a little. I'm I'm optimistic about this team because you know we got Patrick bleeping Mahomes. Woo. Hashtag MVPat. And I think we should be happy about that. But it is still really disappointing to watch your team. Oh, yeah. Have tons of opportunities to win that game. And they just don't get it done when it counts. That hurts. It It, always hurts. It was a tough one. But the crowd was there. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Colin Coward thought that Colin they weren't going to be there because it was cold. They didn't think they were going to be rambunctious has, and loud. Because he's ridiculous. Yeah, because he's was... rich and he's elitist and he doesn't know anything about people that aren't rich. And he so. just likes controversy, so he tried to come at us. But the Chiefs Kingdom was there. They were loud. It was cold, but it was not the coldest game I've experienced at oh, Arrowhead. No, but it was. It was. I remember walking out of the studio once we got done with uh-huh. our post game show, and oh my god. I don't know how anybody was out there at that game. There's no way I would have been out there at that game with that kind of weather. It is. Man, it was ridiculously no. cold out there. There have been many more. There's been colder, colder games, games for sure. And the like the greatest piece of it all was yes, it was freezing. Yes, absolutely. There was just no moisture, so yeah, it, was really, it made it, was a dry. it so much easier. Yeah, 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 because the minute you get any sort of moisture, and then you're cold. Forget it. You're gonna be cold for the next seven days. But anyway, it was a tough one, a uh, tough one to watch. Uh, it was the first time ever I experienced the at the end of the game, nobody left. Yeah. Everybody stayed. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I think it was that, oh, my gosh, this amazing, magical season is actually over. And nobody wanted to go home because then it really meant it was over. Yeah. So it was weird. Um, I happened to be down uh, kind of in the locker room tunnels after the game. We were talking a little bit about um, – and just caught Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes coming out of their little conversation that we all would love to have <laughs> been a fly Everybody on the wall. Everybody wants to know what they said. <laughs> um, and then as he stepped maybe five, ten more yards, Julian Edelman actually grabbed him as well and stopped him and was like, man, you're a beast. Keep doing what you're doing. you got big potential. And Mahomes being the sports sportsmanship, uh, you know, just pl- being a good sport, said, hey, man, you know, go get your trophy. Um, it was cool to see that. It was very cool because he could have been. I know if I'm at, if I lose a game, especially a big game like that, you don't want to talk to me, and I don't want to talk to you. So. I, if I were if I were him, I said, I hope you guys lose in two weeks. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Well, I he was a, a good sport about it. I'm not a good sport about losing. Uh, I'm a sword loser. I'm a very proud sword loser. Don't talk to me after that game. Don't you do it. Don't you pull me into some the- secret compartment room, some closet somewhere down there. And then try to like talk me up, Tom Brady. I'm pretty. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I he was Pat, cool about it. But. If I were Pat, I'd be like, I'm a better quarterback than you. You lost because I didn't have a defense, and, and maybe your Pat, defense played really good in the first half. Maybe Tom Brady said that. Maybe said you're leaps and bounds ahead of anybody. No, at, Tom Brady your, ain't saying that. In your first year, did you hear what he you're said You're gonna at be practice? the next Tom Brady. No. Did you hear what he said in practice? I'm the baddest mother bleep on the. I'm the <laughs> baddest mother bleep on the planet. He said that at practice. Last week. I know, but the week before, he was like, I know everybody thinks we suck. Like, come on. He was just saying that because there were cameras there. But when cameras aren't there, when microphones aren't there, he thinks he's the baddest mother bleep on the planet. (laughs) That's how Tom Brady really, truly feels. I'm pretty sure what he had to say to Mahomes was nothing but respectful. If he sought him out and he went over to the security guard and said, yo, can I talk to Mahomes? But you know what would have been more respectful is you don't talk to me after we lose that important of a game. Yeah, but wouldn't they talk in person respectful. again? You could you could get my number. No, come on. You could get my number. You could text me. We could call. You could call me on the phone. Yeah, later maybe that on was like week. his way of halfway gloating and halfway being. It was his <laughs> way of. It, it was like it was it was his way of trying to stun on him, but be respectful. It was like it's like uh, like when you have like the old time wrestler that wins. And they beat their opponent. And then after they win, they pick up their opponent's arm and they raise it in the air. Like, yeah, this guy. I just beat him. But yeah, this guy. That's exactly what Tom Brady so did So Brady there. went and picked up my yeah. arm. He, bra- he picked up his arm. Like, yeah, this guy. Even though, you know, I beat the guy. Yeah, you, he's but, good. Oh, no. Like, that's what he did. This was his way of stunting on Patrick Mahomes under the guise of being respectful and nice. If I was Patrick, 
I'm like, I'm not going into your broom closet. I'm not going to be a part of this charade. Broom closet. Where is this headed? (laughs) (laughs) I've been like, bleep you, Tom. I'm Uh, better than you. If your ass makes it to the AFC championship game next year, it's over. You're done. You're never winning another Super Bowl next after after this coming Super Bowl. That's what I would have said. Speaking of the Super Bowl, I was curious after both uh, championships game championship games were uh, both described as having some very controversial calls. Um, I was curious to know if people would be watching the Super Bowl this year. So I just sent out a Twitter poll. We've all heard numerous arguments surrounding the two teams and how they made it to the big game. Will you be watching? I had 424 votes and... What do you, I'm going to give you the percentage. I want you to tell me if it's yes or no. So it's basically 27-73. What was yes? 70 or 20? Oh, it was the 20. Yes was 27%. Yeah, it was the 20s. Yeah. So 73% of people are not going to watch the game. I don't blame them. I don't feel like I want to watch that game either. I really don't feel like I want to watch that game. I'm going to watch it because my friend's going to have a Super Bowl party, <laughs> and he's going to have his bomb-ass Rotel. So I'm going to watch it. But you're but gonna I'm gonna hate like, watch what? it. Yeah. I'm gonna wish both teams lose that game. Like I'm gonna hate watch that Super Bowl because that's just what I'm gonna do. It it's gonna be painful, and I'm damn sure. And, and usually I'm cool with Brady winning Super Bowls because I like watching greatness. I ain't I ain't rooting for Brady this time. I'm rooting for Jared Goff to somehow be able to throw under pressure, and I, I just want to see Todd Gurley throw for run for 300 yards. That's all I want to see is Todd Gurley run for 300 yards. And then look at Bill Belichick's sad face on the sidelines. Tom Brady's sad face on the sidelines when they lose. I just <laughs> wow. that's just how I am right now. I'm not feeling really good about the Patriots. I'm gonna hate watch it. And I don't even really like the Rams, but I right now I don't like the Patriots even more. So I don't blame anybody for not watching that Super Bowl. Yeah, I have no interest in the game. I I always like to watch a good game and I just don't even know if that's gonna be a good yeah, game. Like, I don't... like this could have been the Chiefs. Yeah. So Maybe I'll watch commercials. Maybe not. They sucked last year. Yeah, they weren't. They haven't been good in the last couple of years. They, the Super the Super Bowl commercials haven't. Look, the last couple of years is like there hasn't been any that have, that have jumped out. I feel like when we were, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know, five years ago, I felt like they were, it was the biggest deal ever. Like the Super Bowl commercials, they're coming and every, everybody had to watch them. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it's been And like they're going to have Maroon 5 at the halftime show. I don't like wah, Maroon wah, 5. Wah. They're trash. So I'm not really interested <laughs> Like really, I'm gonna hate watch this Super Bowl. I am yeah. serious. I am gonna hate watch it. I am gonna uh, turn away from it when the halftime show starts, and I'm gonna move on to something else afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna read every mock draft that that comes out <laughs> for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm gonna watch all the film for whoever uh, Kuiper and whoever McShay say the Chiefs might take. I'm gonna look out for Bink because Bink's gonna be doing his mock drafts here soon if he hasn't started already. Those are and I'm gonna be looking out for those. And I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on that because now it's draft season. That's what it is. Moving on. In one month, we've got we've got the underwear derby where these guys are running around at the combine. I'm ready for the it. underwear derby. Yeah, you're a mess. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see us. You know, our future cornerback or safety out there on the field trying to run a four four forty. That's what I'm excited about. That right now. I don't really care about the Super Bowl. I'm ready for that underwear derby. I don't know if I'm ready. It's to actually the Underwear that. Olympics. That's what it's called. Okay. It's the Underwear Olympics. I just, I, I had to play something because I couldn't remember it. 
All right, well, we talked about the Chiefs and obviously the end of the season. It wasn't the greatest, but it is what it is. Uh, moving on the rest of the show, we've got some good stuff for you. We're going to check in with um, U.S. women's soccer. We're going to check in on UMKC women doing their thing tonight with a big win. Also, we're hooking you up, not one, but two pairs of tickets. We have uh, tickets to the Mavericks game tomorrow night. Tickets to the Mavericks game Saturday night. So we will get you some sounders and we will let you know how you can win those when we return. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. The Brown and Crouppen Studios. She was looking at me with a frown on her face because she wasn't confident that that was the name of the studios. But, but yes, you are correct. She got it right. This is Da-da-da. the Brown and Crouppen Studios. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a whole lot of uh, a lot of doubt in your face when you were saying that. The confidence and in, your in voice. my voice, and they heard it. The people yeah. heard it. No, they didn't. They didn't. They weren't <laughs> quite sure either. But I can confirm. Yes, uh, according to the commercial, we are uh, currently doing this show in the Brown and Crouppen Studios. And we are jumping right into. Two of the teams that represent the United States. Two of them. One of my favorites. One of them does a good job. One of them doesn't Uh, do quite a good job. One of them is working on it. We'll see. I mean, they've been working on it for a very long time. For a very long time. Very long time. But one of those teams is like the best at representing their country in their respective sports. And obviously we are talking about both the women's and men's national soccer teams. USA, uh, USA women, USA men. So both were just in action recently. And this, this is the part that kills me because it is the time of the season where um, the starting 11 that you know to be typically the starting 11 um, are taking a break. So they're yeah. given, uh, given a chance for some of the players to get some minutes, um, get some reps, exposure, and... Try to see where, what they can con- contribute to the team. So, obviously, the women played France. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> they lost 3-1 to one to France. Uh, what was this? Uh, that, that, this was last Saturday. 3-1, to one, they lost to France. Yes, they did. It was not the, the prettiest uh, performance. But as you said, this was not... Your best versus their best. This was correct. This was your back. These were your developmental players. This young players, yeah, trying to find their stride. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really get some minutes in that highest level possible yeah. environment against France. France is a great team. They're a solid team. Um, so it was is a great opportunity for those players. And I also think, honestly, like this is the coach in me. I think, but I I believe that this loss, if you will. If, I don't know if you're going to really call it a loss. That's what it is, obviously. I mean, it's a loss. They, lost. They, they, they scored two less goals than France did. It's a loss. Okay, so they lost. That's what, that's what <laughs> it means This is the definition the of a loss, Jillian. I know, but I'm just saying as <laughs> You can't far put as, an asterisk next to it. It's, it's a loss. I think this is a really good reality check for not only the team and the coaching staff, obviously, but I think the fans. Because, obviously, like we just spoke about, this team historically does well. They are the best around. Like, they are clearly – I mean, how many – World Cups, gold medals, you name it, strong players. They run women's soccer they on set the, the planet bar. Earth. Yes, yeah. so I think that this game, as a friendly, uh, even though it was a friendly, I think this was probably a reality check for the fans, for the team. Just a reminder, hey, this is not going to be a cakewalk. 
This is the World Cup. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's a wake up call. And the reason why I don't think it's a wake up call is because this wasn't your squad that you're running with when you get to the World Cup. This is like saying that if the Chiefs lose preseason game one, then that is a wake up call for the team. Nah, not really, because you know That's what I just said. As far as know, it is it a loss? Yes, it's a loss. I mean it's a but loss, but it's <laughs> with not with an asterisk. No, you just said we couldn't no, do that. It's no we can't because you <laughs> did lose. You can't say it's kind of a loss. No, it is a loss. It's just not your team that lost. It was your backups. It was the young developmental players right. that are trying to find their way and get some good, get some appearances and see what they can do long term. Right. We saw this uh, last year with the, the U.S. men's national team. Ike Parr got his very first national U.S. men's national team start of his soccer career yeah. last year. Should have gotten it earlier, but this was his first start of his career. And... I don't think he's had any more since then. No, he's. I don't think he, he's I had think any more. His time is is. I well, think yeah, because he's, he's like there, what, 30, but... 31 now. So this right. was their kind of way of seeing, hey, can this guy be an immediate impact guy? And maybe we can try to have him, him when we go to qualify. I mean, he came off the season of his uh, the best season he had. He was yeah. defender of the year. Yeah. I mean, the guy just found his groove. And the biggest thing with Igopara is that he finally stayed injury free. Knock on mm-hmm. wood. Obviously, he's battled some nagging injuries here and concussions, there. things like that. But yeah. his Achilles, just like a, a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like or not his is- Achilles, is he his? Was it his foot? His foot, I think. think Regardless, he finally had a season where he didn't have to bother with any injuries, so he did really well. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. The loss is a loss. It stings. It's whatever. But I, I don't think this loss stings. <laughs> I know it stings for you. It does because you're uber competitive. It doesn't super. sting for me because I understand the context with which the loss occurred. And I oh, and, and I don't. I don't think you do because you. First off, you don't even know if it was a loss five minutes ago. You, Listen, you tried to qualify it as not a loss, so I don't think you understand the context of it. I just don't think this is one you get down about. I don't think this is one you get emotional about. If no, they win, that's on. cool. You know, you don't get emotional about it because this is not an important game that's going to like decide whether or not they win the World Cup or not. Clearly, that's what a friendly. If they, is. We all know this. If However, they, if they, it's but, the start of their World Cup year. It's the start. They went off an undefeated year. 18 games, 18 wins. Yeah. So I'm saying. But they're not. About I'm to saying, destroy our technology no. with your pure leaf tea. Listen, uh, I'm just making a point. No, he was getting really into it, and then you knocked over your tea, and you almost destroyed <laughs> and the keyboard. I saved it. Reflexes, thank you. But however, I mean, I'm it, saying it was already they started the year when, when with it. this loss. So yes, it is a thousand percent a reality check. I don't care who is on the field. It is a reminder that you are not untouchable. You yes had an undefeated year, but now it's a new year. And we're chasing a World Cup. So I think it was great for them. I think it sucks being a fan and watching whatever. But I think it's great for them to create um, it sucks for some you motivation. Being a fan. <laughs> I, I didn't have any emotional stake in whether they lost or not because I knew the context of the game. Julio, what's the sounder for listeners that listeners should be listened to here in the next few minutes? Can we find a different sounder? No, I to like play? that. I like that. Sounder. That is like in every every rap song now. Can we find a different sounder, Julio? It's the hot take sounder. No. We're that's that's what is we're that going the hot takes? What? The hot take sounder. When, since when did we decide this was the hot take sounder? Just now. And I co-signed, so it's winning. What? So if, when you hear that sound, give it to us one more time. <laughs> Call in for your chance to win a pair of tickets for the Kansas City Mavericks versus the Utah Grizzlies. 
Uh, tomorrow night at 7.05 is Puck Drop. And it is Military Appreciation Weekend, so they have some really cool things going on. So you definitely want to be there this weekend. <laughs> There's my promo. There's your promo. <laughs> come job. see me. Well and if you're there, you better come say hi to me. That was actually then. really good reading, Julia. Was really I mean, I just... I, someone's got to do it. <laughs> so about this U.S. men's <laughs> national team. All right, the men. This, the, they're, they're, this, there's a men's team? Yes. Yeah, we, we do have. I, I know that it's hard to believe. <laughs> I know they haven't played in the World Cup in a few years. But, yes, there's a men's team. They've got an important game. And, again, this is just like the women's team. This is a game that is not entirely important for them. It, just in terms of being able, like, like, you have to win. You don't have to win this game. You can't compare this to the women because the women just came off an undefeated year. Yeah, but what my point is, like, it's it's not important as far as, like, the results go. Sure, that's what a friendly nothing. game is. We understand But that. it's important for Burhalter. Yep, it's huge for him. This Sunday, 7 o'clock, <laughs> United States against <laughs> Panama. Where is it? I don't know where it is. It doesn't say on Google. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say on Google. But this game is important for Burhalter. Not... Not specifically, it's not going to have any bearing on like what the team does long term because it's a friendly in January, and you're not playing all your starters. You're not I mean, none of these guys on that are on this team right now are probably going to make the the team when they actually start trying to compete for games that matter against good teams. That's what this is. This is the elimination yeah. process, right? Give but, them a shot, yeah, see what they bring. Yeah, but or it's not. Im- it's important because this is where we start to see if Burhalter has any effect on these guys at this level. So at the think, University of Phoenix Stadium, by the way. University, th- thank you, Julio. University what of Phoenix. What a guy. It, it, not, it's not called, it's not, no, he did it wrong anyways because it's not even called University of Phoenix Stadium anymore. It sure is. No, it isn't. The, sure the is. Arizona Cardinal Stadium has got a new name now. Yeah, it does. Google never lies. No. Never. No, I guarantee I they changed that. the name the last never lie. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona. Especially I'm, about to, I'm Googling this right now because I guarantee you it's wrong. Uh, Regardless, it is in the U.S. We know this, so yeah, I figured that. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think this game? You said it already. It's State Farm Stadium. Oh, Google's never lies. It's formerly known as University of Phoenix Stadium. Google's wrong. It's State Farm Stadium. I'm I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh, credible. Oh, Sorry, Julio. Oh, but Wikipedia. Twitter oh. verifies it. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, Julio. That's right, Julio. I know. That's right, Julio. I apologize. That's right, Julio. No, it's a big game for the team. It's a it's a big game for uh, the U.S. soccer community. I think. I think they yeah. are tuned in. They want to know what's he, what he's going to do, what changes he's going to make, what style he's going to bring. Um, and, it, and really, it's. I mean, it's very highly anticipated. It's one of the ways that we can get some sort of confidence that Burhalter knows what he's doing at this level. That's all it really is. Is it like, can you have anything that affects these guys enough to where they actually play well so that when the real guys come in and they start playing, we know, okay, these guys have some, these guys, these guys have the coach they need to push them to where they actually are able to compete at the international level. That's what we need. It's just a confidence game. As long as the team plays well, even if they don't win, because I think we'll understand the context of it. As long as they play well, that's what matters. If they lose 3 nothing to Panama, well, now we got some problems. <laughs> now everybody's looking at it like, eh, right. we picked the wrong guy. I'm not worried, again, like you just said, about the the result. I am worried about 
the player's attitude because right away you're going to tell how they respond to him as a coach and to this new regime. So I'm, I'm going to look for organization. I'm going to look for the effort. I'm going to look for um, just the fact if they are playing as a total team. You can tell when players bu- are buying into their coach's system and when they're not. Yeah. Look at that timing. I hate that sound. There it is. The sounder for your chance to win a couple Mavericks tickets to tomorrow night's game. Um, hit us up on the not you don't the remember text the number. Line. It's not. That's I want to say the text line, no, but don't text us. It's not us. the protein house eat with the eat with the purpose text line. It uh, you can call us right now 913-576-7610. First caller to call in on that number, you win you a pair of tickets to tomorrow night's Mavericks game against who, Julia? Utah Grizzlies. But yes, this big game. Uh, looking for uh, the. To me, I want to see how the players respond to him. So I want to see if they buy in. I want to see if they're organized. I, I want to see if they um, look like a team, look like an organized unit, and can and can be effective on the field. So uh, big game coming up. Uh, don't forget to call us in, and we have one more pair to to give away after that. Stay with us. <laughs> A big shout out to all of our callers. We had a ton. However, Steven and OP, you have won a pair of tickets to the game tomorrow night. Mavericks versus Utah Grizzlies. Uh, Come say hi. I will be there. You will have a great time. It is military appreciation. So just keep that in mind as you check out the game. (laughs) It should be a good one. Um, We will give away one more pair. Um, Julio, do you have a sounder? We can come back. I don't think he's decided on that okay. sounder yet. We can come back. We'll come back. As long as it's better than the last one you played, I think we're good. I thought that was spectacular. I didn't. I, I agree didn't with agree. you on that. One. I don't agree with that. I well, don't agree with either. Two you against people. one, we win, you lose. No, I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a big deal now. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Now. <laughs> Chris Uno Cero got recognized. At I got his recognized day job, at my people. day job. Look out! I don't. Yeah. So I think I think maybe my my opinion counts just as much as your guys. <laughs> I'm a Combined. Nervous over here. Next I week. don't know how to put this, but <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. I I I the biggest. I think that's. I think right now I'm kind of a big deal. Right now. So full of himself. <laughs> I'm, first off, I'm not even one that said it. You the one that said it uh, uh, an hour ago when we were going over the show. And I told you guys this story. That's because you text us and said, guys, yeah. I just got recognized at work. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling good. I was feeling like, okay. I brushed my shoulder off a little really bit. Really feeling himself The right cameras, now. the paparazzi, they were all there. They wanted autographs. They did. They had shirts with his face on everybody it. Is just, everybody is just, everybody is asking about my chief's opinions. Mm. Um, just all false. Hanging. No, it's, all it's false. true. It's actually very true. Hanging on my every word. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's, Unverified. I, I can verify it, and I think <laughs> because I'm kind of a big deal, I think my word is, is my verification is enough. If you were the man who recognized him at work, will you please chime in? Because we do not believe him right now. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no, I, this has happened at my job. <laughs> I was unexpected. And I was like, okay. I feel like I am a, uh, a very, very repudiated voice in the world of soccer. That's a big word. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. You, I mean, it's a big, it's it's hard to sit across from you sometimes because I'm like, oh my gosh. I know, right? Oh my gosh. You need to stop feeding into this. Let's move on. <laughs> I think she was trying to do that sarcastically, but she wasn't doing a very good job at it. 
because she's not very good at sarcasm. And so that's the reason why. Uh, that's Says the, reason the why. man who claims he was recognized. I was. I, it was true. <laughs> I was recognized. It is not a lie. I. It is not a lie. Anyway, let's move on. Clearly, uh, need a new topic here. So, you, if you listen to the show regularly, uh, understand that we have a gem and a uh, just a, a trailblazer. We have J.C. Hoyt in Kansas City, so she obviously coaches UMKC, youngest female Division One coach. Uh, crushes it, has an incredible um, ability to relate to her players, and they had a massive victory tonight. So um, this just sums her up. I just want to read her tweet really quickly. I don't think she would mind. It says, today we overcame some. <laughs> she put it on Twitter. Of course she, she told me I could mind. do it. We're friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she put it for the public to see. Of course she she's She said, cool today we overcame some big-time adversity to get to, to the big-time to get the big time win in a big-time environment. So proud of this team and their toughness. Hashtag uncommon road warriors rue up. And it was a big victory. I love the fact that it was, let's see, um, three of her players finished with 18 points, 18 or more points. Um, and it was players that you don't hear about every day. So obviously Erica Mattingly is a huge portion, part of that team. But um, other players tonight, you know, 20 points, 19 points, 18 points. So shout out to JC Hoyt and the UMKC women's basketball team for a massive victory tonight. And Chris, do you have an a score for the men's? They're playing right now. Do you have yeah, an update? Actually, for that, us? that game is over. They oh. have they have lost to Utah oh. Valley, seventy five sixty seven. Um, that pushes them to the third from the bottom in the WAC. The women are currently tied for the top spot in the WAC. They right now are doing their thing. They right now are looking like they might be able to get into the NCAA women's tournament should they get hot. Should they win their conference tournament? They might be able to get in. The men, I mean, they're not they're not too far out. They're two and a half games out. They've only played five conference games. So they've got some opportunity to to work their way back up, to build themselves, get hot, and then get to their conference tournament, get hot, see if they can try to make the see if they can try to make it to the big dance. I, I, I think these teams are in a good position right now. I know the men have kind of faltered a little bit. Couple losses recently. Well, a couple weeks ago they were both. Tied yeah, they were both. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The I think it was at the beginning of last week. They both okay. were at the top mm-hmm. of of the whack. And then obviously, as you go further, um, you know, get on a little bit of a cold streak. You don't get the wins that you think you could. Uh, you think you would, but I I certainly think this men's team is good enough to get hot at the right time. And make a good run. It's only January. It's you know January twenty fourth. We got plenty of time here. Uh, we don't have to worry about the dance happening until middle of March. So I think they've got their they've got an ability to catch fire here. They still got another month. You know another full month to go. I think they'll be fine. But certainly you want to kind of start to turn it up now because as you get closer to the end of the year, as you these games start really mattering a lot more, and you want to get hot at the right time because that's what the tournament's about. And I trust they will. I'm telling you, um, both coaches are been able to spend some time with each of them, and they just have a really great ability to reach their respective players. Um, it's a cool community over there at UMKC. Obviously, um, lots of stuff happening, movement, um, bringing in new people. And if you haven't caught a game, I highly recommend it. I think they're both back at the Sweeney Rec Center now. I think mm-hmm. the men are finished with their downtown Yeah, game. yeah, they played their last game at Muni in December, I believe. December. Um, yeah. So yeah, go check them out. That there. was one of my uh, that was one of my topics. I was going to put it to the top eighteen, and then you vetoed it. She certainly did. 
because you know I put all that painstaking work into it. You're just like, no, not good enough. I wish that you all could see Julio and I's face right now because we are like, what is he talking about? <laughs> well, Julio doesn't know because he wasn't part of that process. But he I was... knows that you did put painstakingly. No, work I on painstakingly that. worked on that, and you just vetoed. And I didn't. Me. Okay, it's fine. I put most of it together because you False. had to come in. You didn't even. You, I think you had the flat. Was the flat tire incident, and you spent the entire show trying to get free tires from. Well, our did listener. I get free tires out of it? I don't. You, you clearly didn't do a good enough job. And on top of that, even if know. you, I even if you did, even if you did, you you could you surely can't admit to it because uh, I think that's taking gifts. Illegally. I don't know what you're talking about. However, I did. Oh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> She's trying not to incriminate herself here. Uh, anyway, so shout out to UMKC basketball, both men's and women. Women did their thing tonight. Men, uh, go catch a game if you haven't seen them. Um, lots of respect for both of those teams and the program. Um, and both coaches, I think. And, and, Julio, what's, what's, what's the sounder? That we'll, we'll do this next segment. Uh, what's the sounder that people have to be listening to next segment to win a pair of tickets to Saturday, Saturday's game for the KC Mavericks? I don't know what the that was. All right, so when you hear that, let's get let's I hear don't it. Well, know what the f- that was. Excellent. That's pretty much how I feel about this last segment. But when you hear that, uh, give us a shout, and we'll hook you up with some Mavericks tickets for Saturday. Don't go anywhere. Brown and Groupin Studios. Man, uh, we are one month until Sporting Kansas City is back at Children's Mercy Park. So the team is down in Tucson, Arizona at preseason. A um, little bit of war wounds. Daniel Shallowy today tweeting out, looks like his lip is busted pretty badly. Um and he just made a funny face. So go see his Twitter if you ha- if you haven't yet. But he said today wasn't the best day for marketing shooting. <laughs> I go powers hurt. I think he's got a what is it hamstring. <laughs> I think it's a I think he's got a hamstring injury, which we know it's in, called in, old man disease. Yeah, in sports, you if you have any sort of hamstring injury, that thing lingers for you a while. Old. So he might uh he might not be the Ico Paro we know at the beginning of the year. If if not, maybe deeper into the year if he continues to aggravate it. So. That ain't looking too good for the for this team right now. He's no stranger to injury. We've spoken about that before. However, mm-hmm. he has had some really great seasons as of late. So hopefully that's not the case. Newly engaged guy. Hopefully, uh, keep his keep things nice and positive for him. Um, but obviously, Sporting Kansas City having a, an incredibly successful year. Gosh, similar to the Chiefs, right? Probably didn't go as far as ho- people anticipated people hoped people expected lost in their conference championship game <laughs> conference championship game at home at home i just realized how similar their seasons yeah. were and in a game that you thought that yeah like the was timbers it? have been really good they've kind of they like them and the sounders are kind of like what you would consider to be like the patriots if you will um, i would say that's a good comparison and then you know sporting has been good they've been in the playoffs and then this was the year they finally broke through and they couldn't get it done in the biggest game. Now, it, At home in front of their fans. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, with the perceived home field advantage because, you know, we know that sporting is a tough place to play. It is the place the, the place that players least like to play at. Mm-hmm. 
So that's not something that uh, that's that's not something you want to have happen to you in the biggest game of your year. And so that was disappointing. I don't know what the f- that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's the sounder. So. 913-576-7610. Give us a shout. He'll hook you up with some tickets for Saturday night. Um, you started off, obviously, talking Sporting Kansas City. and Their season ending early, as did yeah. the Chiefs. However, they are back in action already. So they mm-hmm. got to take on the Phoenix Rising Trialists. And it was an astounding 7-0 victory. Yeah. Again, those are the Trialists. And Phoenix Rising is... Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, USL. Yeah. So take that into consideration when you look at the score being 7-0. Here's the thing that kind of concerns me about this team right now. It's January 24th. We're about a month before One they month start exactly. their season. Mm-hmm. Where's their striker at? Well, some might argue that he is um, already in uniform. I, uh, I, uh, I... I, I don't know. Julio's talking on the phone right now. I don't know. Like, what striker do you I, see I would that you say think is going to fix what their issue is, which is scoring? I would say he's a very, uh, he's a freshly added player. He is of Hungarian descent. I mean, I don't believe you have that guy on your team. That's the fix to your woes as far as having a guy that can play striker and score consistently. Peter Vermees sounded pretty confident he did. that he did that sound player was already on the roster. And, and that player is Namath. Yeah, Christian, Christian Namath. Namath. And, and here's the thing. Earlier this week he came out and he said that, uh, if you remember earlier, the, I think it was early this month, late last month, he talked about how like they were probably going to add another player, likely going to be a nine. And then right. earlier this week it kind of sounded like he might you know, whatever deal they might have had in place or thought they might have had in place fell through. So he now, earlier this week on the 21st, said that in all likelihood, if they're going to make a deal, it's going to be this summer or it's going to be next year. Mm-hmm. They, have plen- they have plenty of money to do it. Yeah, but the problem is, is what about this year? I know. What about this year? Because you remember all last year, they played the entire season Without a striker, essentially. You had Kyrie Shelton there, and he couldn't score goals. He was injured half the time. Yeah, but even then, but when he was in, when he, he had opportunities. But we did see the uh, rise of one other, another Hungarian, Daniel Shallowy. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, he did his thing. My question, so. though, is how much, how much are, you know, is, is him, how much are, is Johnny Rock is going to grow? I see that growth continuing. I really do, especially those two. I can see Shallowy growing. I don't know how much more Johnny Russell's going to grow, considering he's, what, 27, 28? Uh, he, he's up there. I don't know his age off the top of my head. I think he's, like, 27, how- 28. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much growing you do once you start getting to your late 20s. And He's maybe- 28. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he plays as if he is approaching his Well, yeah, but I'm talking years. about, like, it's not, it's not a matter of how long can he sustain what he's playing at mm-hmm. now. It's a matter of how much can he. Role. I think the move from where where was he last? He was in Derby, Derby. County in the ELC. Um, I think coming to MLS, I think we all watched him grow over the course of the year as mm-hmm. far as understanding the league. You know, you got to think about the climate for him, the the travel for him, all of those things. Yeah. That he play. I think he grew and developed over the course of a year. So I absolutely see that continuing. I just don't know how much more he can grow to where like he can go out and be 
like better than he was this year. Yeah, like I don't know if I don't know how much better he can be. This from is what the he this is the Patrick year. Mahomes talk. Then you know we saw. Yeah, but him. he wasn't even Mahomes. He wasn't. It wasn't like he was scoring twenty goals this year. He was creating them though. He was creating them. Yeah, but like they need someone in the middle. Like yeah. they run a four three three. They want a system. They, they run a system where it's heavy. Like their system, same system that Real Madrid runs. It's striker heavy. You got to have somebody in the middle that can score. They don't have that right now. Peter Ramiz believes he does, and he actually wears number nine. I mean, I, he's he believed that all last year, too. <laughs> so I don't think he believed it last year. And the reason why I say that is because we did not see Namath come in the final playoffs series either. Yeah, he didn't believe that Namath was that guy, but I think he thought he had that guy at the beginning of the year. He but, sounded pretty confident but at now Media we're Day hearing last him year. say, we already have the guy, and it's Namath. I mean, I, I, I know he's saying that, but, I mean, he was just talking about getting a nine a month ago. That, to me, sounds like well, him trying might. to build up Namath's yeah. confidence because the deal fell through, whatever yes. that deal was. And because if he's so confident on him right now, why wasn't he confident exactly. during the playoffs? Here's And I, and I talked to this with Julio. Julio, really, he, he didn't like it at first. Uh, here's my theory about what the what sporting can do. Terrible. Oh, here he it is, ladies and gentlemen. He didn't like it. Listen to the big deals theory. <laughs> Here, here's, here's what I think. Why not start Johan Quaze as a false nine? Not as a striker, as a false nine. What would that accomplish? It would mean... Thank you. That he could play in the middle, he could be a striker sometimes, but he could be a midfielder. He's an attacking midfielder. Correct. That's so his. Why are we? <laughs> yeah. So if you put him at that spot, he can because he can he can get into attacking position. Yeah, I think he so. can get into. He's just not good playing out wide. They remember last year, game one, they started him out at the, at the right. He wing. was on an island. He was All on an island, himself. and that's exactly no and on. that's exactly what Vermees said the entire game. He was out on an island. He should be right in the middle getting into attacking position and getting opportunities. He's not going to be your lead guy because he's no. not a striker. Mm-mm. But, yeah, it's still going to run through Russell. It's still going to run through uh, Shallowy. But now you've got your third option not being somebody that you're going to sub out 70 minutes into the game. Because you're not – So you're you na- see him playing 90 minutes? Yeah, I think you could get 90 minutes out of him because he's not having to play out wide. Not making the, the runs? It, yeah, like he can – I don't know, he, man. I don't know was, if I can agree with that. When he was playing over in Belgium, he was a lot better in the air than what Kyrie Shelton was last year here. Well, my grandmother is better in the air than Kyrie Shelton Are you was sure about that? Than, than she sure? was last season. It might be a push. I don't know. Last season, we know that his <laughs> he was not good at anything. game was absolutely... It was trash. Yes. I mean, they had to have Ike Opara coming up mm-hmm. in the aerial Which, game. he could have done that anyway. He could have done that but... anyways, but you... You know, when you have a guy who's six foot three Thanks. playing at your striker spot, you shouldn't have to have your center back coming up on corner been. kicks. Like Ilya crushes it in the air more than yeah, exactly. Kyrie and so, did. like for me, Johan Quaze's better in the air than Shelton is. Why not let him go out there and get those opportunities in that position? I don't see his hold up play as doing anything for their attacking line. Like I just don't. I just feel like at this point, you really don't have a ton of options. Christian Namath or Johan Quaze. I'd take Quaze at the false. Nine. I'd take Namath. If, if we were talking about striker, I'd take Namath. But I don't I think Namath. Namath doesn't. I don't think he does anything for you, anyways. I, I mean, he <laughs> struggled last year in a natural position for himself. You want to put him in a position that yeah. that's not natural. That he, I mean, it's you're talking just, Namath. You're talking Namath. No, no, he's no, talking Quaze. about Quaze. Okay, he's, okay. he's talking about Quaze obviously because he doesn't like him. He, he hates Quaze. I, I, I don't. But it, it's just he decided. Not, he decided ten minutes into the first game that he didn't like Quaze. 
Dude, that goal, though, will forever be one of the coolest moments I I yeah. can remember at Children's even a blind, Park. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Oh, come on. That was dope. <laughs> he just, he, ten minutes into that first game, he just I don't like you, Uncle. Oh, that poor guy. He, was, like so, guy. he was so lost on that field. I just so I feel lost. like he he was put in the wrong spot. And I feel like if you put him in a spot where he can just be a center attacking mid, I feel like he can actually find the goal every now and then. You know he used to play left back, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gareth Bale used to play left back, and he moved up to wing. But Peter Vermees put him at left back, and he seemed yeah. comfortable, and he was semi-effective. Yeah, but, and... I mean, he hasn't done it very much since. He still he went back to Sessanovic, you know? and, and then Which obvi- I 100% agreed with. Yeah, I, I don't think Sessanovic's the same Sessanovic. I do. I love I'm I don't a big think, fan of him. I did not like him playing in the playoffs. But they had to they had to do it because, you know, Madrano was hurt. Right. Madrano would have been starting at the left back right. if not right, for right. if not for uh if not for that injury. Right. I just feel like at this point you don't have a fix for that nine spot, so why not try something different? I wouldn't I, I if it works, you're a genius. With... <laughs> if it works, he's a genius. And if not, and he can take credit for it. He can take for credit for a my left idea. Back and midfielder at a nine. I would say Namath at this point would be who the route that I would go, especially if they're not bringing anyone else in. Yeah, I just but. think at this point you just try something crazy to see what happens. Well, we'll see one month away from sporting back at Children's Mercy Park. But first of all, we have to congratulate congratulate Tyler from Topeka. We'll see you on Saturday night at Silverstein Ice Center's Arena when the Mavericks take on the Grizzlies. Yes, the Utah Grizzlies two nights in a row. Uh, Tyler, come say hi. We'll be out there. Um... Lots of stuff covered today. Next week, we will continue with UMKC. We'll continue with some sporting updates, and we want you We'll get mad more when they don't have a nine. I'm certainly not going to be using a midfielder for a nine. But anyway, that is Julian Carroll Uno Cerro for the night. Catch you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.